Welcome to Chick Chat, the podcast where the girl with many titles talks about life, the good and the bad and everything around it. We're going to sit, chat, share life stories and experiences from business to relationship. Hello and welcome to episode one of Chick Chat, the podcast. So my name is Chikimo Seiko and I am joined with my, well today's, my producer, <laughs> G who will be assisting me in the background and probably making me laugh a bit too much. Um, so the whole point of these podcasts is basically just to get a group of people together to have conversations, to talk about just really random things. So to give you a bit of background on me, I was born in Zambia, moved to England from Sheffield when I was seven, um, grew up in England and then moved to Ireland when I was, I think, 24 two or 21 something like that and I'm now 28 29 so yeah long time um yeah so in between then I have been well what do I do now now I've got CF marketing which is my marketing agency I am a blogger content creator food stylist photographer there's just a list of things that I do um hence chick C-H-I-K, um, with the many titles. And yeah, I think this is just going to be, the plan is just to keep it simple. I wanted to do a podcast for so, so long. And I didn't just because I'm a huge perfectionist. And then it got to a point where I was like, I'm wasting time when I can just try it, see what happens and figure it out. So this is literally what I'm doing. Um, I'm going to try and keep them around 30 minutes each week do them in kind of three sections so the opening section will be challenge of the week and if I'm looking down I'm looking at my little notepad um the middle section will be a check-in basically just to see how people really are um I'm really big on mental health in general but this isn't going to be a mental health podcast it's just going to be people talking to people because you care and checking on how everyone is and seeing what everyone's up to and then the end we're going to do a one of the week just so that we can end on a positive note and see um yeah, just something that we've done that's been positive. So this is something I do with my team in CF Marketing. And it can be anything from I got out of bed every single day this week to I smashed all of the goals for the month. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to keep doing things like that with everyone that comes in. It might change depending on who's there or what's happening within society, the news. I don't know if there's any clickbait stuff happening, but we'll see how that goes. So, yeah, I guess I'll start with my opening. So what is my challenge of the week? I think my challenge of the week this week is going to be, I think, making sure that I actually get going with this podcast and what I've been doing in general, just catching up with my normal work with clients and content and then keeping on top of my actual plans. Because I seem to find that whenever it comes to prioritising what I need to do for me, I don't do it. So, yeah, I think the challenge this week is going to be to make sure that not only do my clients get everything that they need sorted out, but for me to get this started, to get everyone that I wanted to get involved, involved, and, yeah, just to work away. So, I suppose I'll give you a bit more background on me. Like I said, I was born in Zambia. I've got a younger brother who's two years, seven months younger than me. He is literally my best friend. He currently lives in Huddersfield with his fiancée and my niece. So my brother's called Melinda um, and my niece is called Eliza. Um, 
you'll probably get to meet my brother. You'll probably get to hear a lot about him because naturally he's involved in so much of my life. And obviously you'll get to hear about Eliza through that because I guess she's a huge part of my life now. Um, I've got my mum and dad. So I live in Ireland in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Um, or just outside of Belfast, but technically Belfast. And yeah, like I said, I moved here when I was around 22. Um, my parents live here, so I moved because I was going to do my master's here for a year and then move back to carry on with my business. And I came here for a year, did the same thing my dad did. He loved it and didn't go back to Sheffield. And I never went back. And here I am now sat in my home where I do everything from at the moment, I guess. Like most of my content creation, unless I'm traveling. So another thing I do, it's going to get really confused. I'm going to keep going back and forth. But I'm also a digital nomad. So a lot of the work that I can do is mostly from a laptop, um, on my phone, and everything that I'll carry, like backdrops, any props, anything I need, normally I can just fit in my hand luggage and I work away. Um, this year, I haven't really been anywhere outside of the UK just because we've had loads of things that have been rearranged for this year. And it's just ended up being that I've not gone anywhere super extravagant. But last year, I was in Abu Dhabi. I was in, God, like six places in Morocco, but mostly Casablanca. I was in Paris. Um, I was in Dublin for a bit. So I guess, yeah, nomad life can look very different. And what I love about it this year is the fact that it's meant that I get to see Eliza grow up like her first year, but I'm getting to spend loads of time with family and friends, obviously because of the pandemic, we've not been able to kind of do that. So yeah, that's been really fun. So yeah, as I was saying, born in Zambia, grew up in Sheffield. I started my first business when I was 15 and that is mostly muffins. So basically for those that don't know it, I wanted to go to the cinema and my parents are your typical African parents. You get to the gate, you're in Zambia. Um, and don't get me wrong, like I still, they are very kind of casual in general, but it, there's always just been that level of respect where if your parents say, no, you can't do something, you don't do it. So I wanted to go to the cinema and you know, you've always got that one parent that you can kind of twist their arm so normally my dad's that person and I must have gone to like my dad and just said oh mum says yes if you say yes knowing that if he was okay with it I could then go to mum he's like I really want to go to the cinema is it okay and he was like well just make sure that it's okay with your mum and she can give you the money and mum must have known that I was trying to set her up so she basically said okay yeah you can go as long as you raise your own money and I just remember at the time thinking what am I going to do like how am I going to make sure that I get the better of her basically and um luckily she'd been teaching me how to bake and when I was younger my mum used to bake all the time everything from muffins to scones cakes you name it she was making it would go to school with like freshly baked stuff most weeks and um yeah that was just always really good so she'd been teaching me how to bake it must have been like a week or two before so by the time I went and told my friends that, yes, I can go, but when I need to raise my own money, someone suggested, why don't we buy the muffins that you made off you? So basically, I'd been so proud of these muffins that I'd made that I'd taken them into school for my friends to try. And then they, yeah, they loved them. So they just said, right, there are 10 of us. 
we'll buy them a muffin a pound and that'll get you well back then seeing back then like it was so long ago it was but not ancient um 10 pounds used to get you to the cinema have snacks get the tram there and back and even have change so it was just great and that, that was kind of the first time that I realized that actually most of what limits life and people it's money so if I can raise my own money no one's really going to say no to me or if they are going to say no it's going to be very rare because they're not going to have a reason if I can do it myself so that's how I started that business and I ran that for god many years to the point where I won competitions I've gone to Moscow I ended up in public development because of that um, for a gluten-free company where I then started um, pitching to the supermarkets and got stuff in. It was just a really great time. And then obviously I ended up moving here. And once I moved here, I, so my undergrad in Sheffield was in business and enterprise management. And then my postgrad was in international business and I studied at Queen's. So the point was supposed to be that I'd leave mostly muffins for a year my dad was ill so it was just supposed to be that I'd enjoy being a daughter being a student for a year and then I'd move back um and expand the business and like I said I didn't end up moving back so life kind of drastically changed back then and before I move on to that section just about getting to 10 minutes sorry so um so the middle part of this then is um how am I really so how am I doing this week I'm in a really good mood like I've been <laughs> I've been quite um yeah just happy in general I think it's just been it's been a massive week of reflection I think because in general like the last couple of years the pandemic was really hard my mental health was really bad so I suffered from anxiety and depression and I ended up in therapy um in March me and my ex broke up so it was just a couple of years of just like really deep intense stuff and then all of a sudden now I'm just in a really good space started dating again um had a really nice week took two days off this week for the first time ever which was really exciting so yeah how am I I'm good I'm actually good I'm happy I'm content which is interesting that's nice to know um so right carrying on yeah moved to Belfast and I studied international business, but then I'd had the blog already. So I started the blog because initially I used to get friends that would ask me, like I would, my nickname at school was Mama Chick and people would ask me for just generic advice, but I'd sometimes get people asking me the same type of advice um, or maybe it'd be advice, like one person would be asking about someone else, like they liked someone. And I'd know that this other person liked the other person and vice versa, but I wasn't allowed to say anything. And also growing up in two cultures, I used to find it really difficult sometimes to properly explain myself. I ramble on a lot, but if my parents were to say, no, you can't do something, obviously my friends that grew up in England didn't get that when your parents say no, it means no, and that's okay. It's not a bad thing. Um, so I found that it was gonna, it was an outlet for kind of just how I felt, how I was dealing with two cultures, being a female in two cultures, because I grew up around mainly guys um and go out a huge family across the world and it's especially in Zambia but in England it was mostly guys so again just the differences in how we were brought brought up and what we had to deal with so it was just an easier place to write how I felt and that is called diary chick and I still do blog here and there 
Um, so yeah, when I, when I moved, one of the girls that I went to school with messaged me to say, oh, could I add you in a Facebook group? Um, it's specifically for bloggers in Sheffield. And I was like, well, I didn't even know this was a thing. Um, at the time, I didn't even know you could get paid for blogging. And when I joined, it was really annoying because I was like, I can't believe that I've just left and all of a sudden all these opportunities are coming up that I'm not going to get to really benefit from most of them. But actually it turned out that I did because the blog ended up getting me to decide that I was going to go into marketing for my first grad job. And as time went on, the funny thing was for years, I'd taken pictures of like my food and I just love photography in general. But all of a sudden I was getting paid to go to restaurants to take pictures of food. Um, and even to be fair, even now, like my mum and dad really don't get what I do because the work, my work is kind of split up. So I have the blogger side of everything that I do. But within that side of it, we've got videography, we've got photography, the content creation, marketing strategies. I've got all of that that I do. And then obviously within the marketing agency, that's done on a bigger scale. Um, so yeah, that was kind of my life back then. That was, so I've lived in Belfast six years this September, which is very interesting. And I think about three or four years after, basically I was made redundant from one of my jobs, um, from my first grad job. And I'd randomly been to a networking event where I'd met this guy from the Belfast Met. So I'd always wanted to start my own baking mix business because obviously, like I said, I used to pitch the supermarket. So at that point with the company I was working um, with, we were like, I was going and pitching to like, to, as they were my main, main contract that I'd like worked on and there were other supermarkets, but it was all kind of own label. And when we used to take the gluten-free side of things, we'd always take the gluten-free stuff that we worked on. And it was always so much nicer than the baking mixes you found in the supermarket. So I got to a point where I was like, right, I can do a better job than this. So when I knew I was going to be made redundant, um, the guy I'd met from Belfast Met basically said that I could potentially get funding. So I did end up getting funding to work on the mixers, and that's when I started Nina. So Nina, most of the things right now, I've put to one side whilst I work on CF Marketing, the agency, just because they're more kind of passion projects and the baker side and everything that I did. I think it got to a point, especially in the pandemic, where the stress of knowing that that had to bring money in stopped it being fun and when it did I just kind of didn't want to do it anymore and I couldn't work out if it I just stopped enjoying it or I did still enjoy it but I didn't enjoy parts of what I was doing and the stress it was causing so I eventually do want to go back to that just for fun but yeah that was the last business and then CF marketing I started in October 2020 so it'll be nearly two years which is wild but I how did that happen oh so I was talking to so one of my friends Callum so he was um the guy that went to Moscow with me um, when I'd won the big challenge and me and Callum have always been really close Callum's a great advisor and he's one of those friends so I met him at college and we'll probably talk about this eventually one day, but basically I failed my first year of A-levels, moved to Longwood Long Park Sixth Form College, <coughs> excuse me, and um, 
yeah, just met this group of people that were amazing and Callum was one of those people and Callum has always just been a great friend and advisor and still is to this day, like I could pick up the phone, we might not talk for months, a year, maybe even longer, but it's always kind of the same when, whenever we do pick up. So I was speaking to him at the time, kind of just saying, like, I've got this worry that this is, I'm going to be made redundant. I don't know what to do. And he basically wanted me to map out my businesses and what I was doing and see what was taking up kind of the most time and what would be the easiest to not stress me out too much, but still bring more money in. So when I looked at the blogging side of everything that I did and the skill set that you need to have the blog, like I said, you've got videography, photography. I'd worked with global brands. I'd worked with smaller brands. I'd worked with local brands. Just, I've been really lucky to work with such an array of people. So we've got the likes of the body shop, B&M stores, um, ORS olive oil when I used to have my hair relaxed. That the list really just does go on. Like even the glasses I'm wearing now were sent to me by Glasses Direct. But I do like to work with people where, like I genuinely love the products. So I think as time goes on, you start to interact with the brands. That's normally how I get the work that I do. So yeah, it just got to a point where I looked at what I was doing back then and realized that I could turn that into an agency. And I worked out, I think I was reading, was it like the four hour week? And it was talking about how you could get, you could delegate and get people to help you build a business and start off without costing too much money. And don't get me wrong, I think everyone needs to be paid like a really good living wage. But when I started, I didn't have anything. Like I've always invested in my own business. And I think one of the things that, again, I've talked about in another podcast is just how kind of our mentality can be and how we're brought up. Um, so I've always been kind of risk averse when it comes to money. And I've invested anything that I do, I've invested myself. But we don't have, like I've got to meet people and talk to people that take risks, that will go out and find funding, that will do things in different ways where it's not seen as it like you're begging or it's an embarrassment. And I think that's something that, yeah, I always did kind of in the past. And now I'm forgetting where that point was, but anyway, I'll do this a lot and go off on a tangent. But um yeah, anyway, the business is mine. I've invested. The people I work with, um, as time goes on, they grow with me. We increase wages together. We work together. We focus on mental health together. And I think for me, starting CF Market, when I realised that the blog could be turned into something bigger, was in the fact that, like I said, because I have had bad mental health, um, I wanted to have something that to me was a business where you, you just know that the people you work for, like you work together, but you know that people care. It's not just about making money at the end of the day. Of course, you've got to make money to have a business, but I've always thought if you treat people like human beings, people are gonna do so much for you. And when they do so much for you, you'll want to give back to them as much as they want to give back to you and you grow together. And that's what I'm starting to find, especially with CF marketing, that the people that were with me right at the beginning, and again, you'll get to know about the team and kind of more of what we do. There's still people that I work with here and there, even if it's not on a, like a full-time basis, still it's a group of people that I absolutely admire that have such a huge skill set that's amazing and just, generically great ideas and I'm just trying to think now so we're at how many minutes has it been all together 20. 20 oh we've still got 10 minutes perfect 
Do you know what? I'm going to wait and do... No, actually, we're going to do the win of the week now. We'll do the win of the week. We'll then end it. So normally I'd end on the win of the week, but we've done a bit different this time. So my win of the week... Well, I suppose I've already said it. My win of the week for last week was the fact that I managed to take two days off. Now, when I look at my... Like how my anxiety and depression manifests, I normally chuck myself into work there was a point where, before I was made redundant from my last employer, so we made redundant twice, but the last time, I um, had gone seven weeks with one day off. And I just remember being like really proud of that. And I look back now and I just think, how crazy is it to work so much? And like, I just used to burn out all the time, but I suppose this, this job was a bit different because the burnout was, was different. It wasn't as severe because I was really enjoying what I was doing. But obviously the more I focus on my mental health and what I'm doing, even to get to the point of trying to take proper days off, like that might not seem like a huge thing to other people, but for me it is, and it's great. So yeah, my one of the week was taking two whole days off and remembering that it was a bad cause because I always forget when you work for yourself, it's not the same. So um, yeah, that was it. And back to me and my story. So, actually, so I'm drinking tea now. I have got a massive obsession with tea in general. Um, normally, it's Yorkshire tea. So, Yorkshire girl. Um, and it's really funny because I used to... I'm getting looked at here. So, this one's Thompson's, and this one was chosen by the producer, G. Um, but when I first moved here, we used to take the car back, and we'd go to Costco and buy the massive bags of tea bags because you couldn't get Yorkshire tea here at the time. And um, that's what we lived on, which I think is fascinating now. But also, I've just been converted to oat milk because G is vegan and I now apparently can't drink cow's milk in my tea. So that's really interesting, Mum. Anyway, back to me. So, yeah, CF Marketing and the team that I've got, um, like I said, yeah, you'll be introduced to them, an amazing group of, at the moment, it's just women. But we, we're all freelancers. We all work around the world. So at different points, we've had people from Zambia, Namibia, the Philippines, India, the UK, Ireland. And yeah, I think, like I said, because I am a nomad, I want to work with people that fit that lifestyle. Because I think the way that we work it's really difficult. First of all, like, I'm someone that likes to work at night and I normally start my working week on a Sunday. And today, as I record this, it's on a Sunday. The podcast normally will be recorded on a Wednesday, especially if I've got guests. And I'm hoping to get it then launched and released on a Thursday. But normally I start my work week on a Sunday. And then if I'm not kind of feeling work, and this is why, again, like mental health is huge for me because I've had to work out the way that I work best. If I'm not feeling great, then I'll end up working. Normally, I think my optimum times from half 10, 11 o'clock, and I normally stay up till about two o'clock in the morning. But that's obviously not always ideal, especially when I've got um, client meetings in the morning. But it seems to work really well because even the clients that I do have, and the one thing I do love about working for myself is the fact that like I said, I'm building a business that suits me and fits me as a person. And the people we work with, the people that share kind of our values in general. And don't get me wrong, it's taken me a long time to work out that not everyone is meant to be a client. Like money is great, 
but it's not always worth a headache. So, yeah, I think working at night is something that I do in general. You have to motivate yourself, but it's hard, especially when your mental health's bad or you're just not feeling it. It's really hard to motivate yourself. So I think I've had to find people that kind of really do get and subscribe to this life because if you don't, or if you don't want to learn and find a way to kind of manage it, it just becomes really difficult. Like I'm not a micromanager, um, but I do believe that no one has a complete skill set. So everyone, especially my main team now, and it's the same as me, like I've learned everything that I've done myself. And um, yeah, like my team in general, they all started with a particular skill set, of course, but they're all kind of learned on the job. And um, the newest member, Maiden, I'm so proud of because another thing you'll find, so I'm an introverted extrovert. The people that know me will know me as chick. I talk, I like to share stories and so on. But in general, I'm just, I like to kind of take in my environment. I'm not completely always out there unless I'm really comfortable with people. And again, like my team are very similar. So Maiden's definitely an introvert, extrovert. Pia's the same. Jonah's a bit more um, kind of outgoing. But again, there's a lot of synergy between how we work as a team. So what I like to do is make sure that we're always pushing ourselves and each other as a team. And even in how we manage like the content creation that we do, obviously no one's gonna be forced to do anything that they're uncomfortable with. But as time goes on, not only are they learning, and am I learning, a different skill set and how to do certain things but we learn from each other as well because it also means that then if any of us are ever going through anything or something's wrong we can jump in and help each other and that's one thing that I really really love about what we do in general so I suppose that's a lot about kind of CF marketing as a whole like where am I in life right now um so I live on my own like I said I was with my ex for five and a half years just over um like you'll see a lot of like Sean on the blog started dating again, dating G. Um, what else do I do? I was going on, actually I started doing these solo dates back in January. And this was before I even knew that like there'd be a breakup or anything, but it was just, like I said, I've been in therapy anyway for the last couple of years. But as I was getting to know myself and start to figure out what I want to do in life that makes me happy. Because another thing with working for yourself, especially when your parents and family don't understand what you do, it's scary for them, of course it is, but it's scary for you as well. And when people start to kind of, obviously cautiously as well, like warn you, like, what is what you're doing okay? Are you safe? Are you gonna have enough money? Like I have to support myself and like pay the bills. Um, I think all of that starts to kind of play into, maybe sometimes why you'll be extra safe. So I focused on learning who I was so that I could do more of what makes me smile and what makes me happy. And as I do make decisions, I'm more aware that the decisions I'm making are for me and not for anyone else. And I think growing up in an African culture and mixed with Western culture as a woman as well, it's really difficult because sometimes even when I used to make decisions that I thought were mine, they weren't. It was about keeping family happy, about keeping society and doing what society expected. And it was only when I was having a conversation with my brother, who weirdly goes through like similar things. Um, yeah, he kind of made me aware that again, I wasn't always making decisions based on me and what I wanted. 
And they actually became, there was a point where I used to have to text Melinda just to be like, okay, I'm about to do this. Is this actually me or am I doing this because this is what someone else would be happy with? Um, so yeah, the solo dates I did for a while. I, I only update now on my social media when people, when I feel like people are going to learn something from it or actually get ideas. Because in general, like now, my idea of a self-care date I mean, everything from like going to B&Q to buy plants. I'm obsessed with plants, as you'll see on my Instagram. I like to just sit at home and do nothing. Like that normally is top tier in terms of what I'd like. I want to do and just shut off and just keep away from the world. And sometimes I'll just go for a drive. And that's, you don't want to see that every, like every week. So yeah, um, I focus a lot on getting to know myself and doing things that make me smile. But as well, kind of, removing people that don't kind of serve me and getting like confiding in people that maybe will help me along the way because I think mental health is one of those difficult things where you never know how to reach out to people like what do you see and yet I found a group of people that are so supportive that I can just pick up the phone or they'll pick up the phone and just checking on me my friends and my best friends and obviously these are people that are basically family like sometimes I just dip and disappear for a while like people see me on Twitter talking all the time. Posts will still be going out because it's my job. Like I'll get everything scheduled. But yeah, I'm really lucky to have a group of people in my life that don't take everything to heart because like I said, when I do dip, it's for a while and I just come back and everything's fine. Um, so I'm working on being better at that, contacting people and just checking in. So yeah, that's kind of where I am now. I'm really excited to get this going because there've been loads of people already that I know are going to be on the podcast. And like I said, it'd be everything. We'll be talking about everything from being in business and what that's like to relationships, um, dating after therapy, dating someone that's been to therapy, what it's like just in general managing your mental health, managing life, managing everything that you can think of. We're going to have people asking questions people suggesting topics so yeah really looking forward to the next few weeks and seeing how this kind of gets going and how it adapts and evolves as time goes on so thank you for tuning in if you have well obviously if you're listening to this you have um my social media handles at the moment on instagram i am chikumo f on twitter i'm still a diary of a chick because weirdly enough, so I'm the only person in the world with my name, and yet someone has taken Chikumo F, and there's some weird, like, Japanese, Chinese link to Chikumo. So, um, yeah, social media handles will eventually change, but my blog is A Diary of a Chick. Um, you can find me at hello at, no, is it hello at chikumofseiko.com, that's my email. And my personal website is chikumofseiko.com. And I'll leave all of the links in the bios for whatever platform you are watching this on or listening to it on. But yeah, thank you very much. And thanks to my executive producer for helping out.